When you have a tax debt, the IRS charges you extra, extra for penalties and interest. Find out on this episode of Tax Problem Solved, how to avoid those extra charges. I'm Deltrice Hart Anderson, keeping the IRS out of the pocketbooks, wallets, and bank accounts of taxpayers. When taxpayers do not comply with the IRS's guidelines on filing and paying their taxes on time, they are assessed civil penalties. There's a separate penalty for not filing a tax return on time, as well as a penalty for not paying your taxes on time. So the IRS came out recently with their 2019 report to show how many billions of dollars were assessed in civil penalties for the fiscal year 2019. For individual and estate and trust income taxes, almost 15 billion, billion with a B, $15 billion were assessed in civil penalties. Employment taxes, which are the same as payroll taxes, a little under $14 billion. Non-return penalties, a little over $6 billion. Business income taxes, the same, a little over $5 billion. And then the excise taxes and the estate and gift taxes, they were in the two to $300 million. So I'm telling you guys this just to get a point of perspective. The IRS's total budget for fiscal year 2021 is about $12 billion. They will make in at way over that in excess of 25 to $30 billion, or they have made in 2019 alone. $30 billion in just civil penalties. So the penalties that are being charged to taxpayers far exceed the IRS's budget. And that was in 2019. So to put it in perspective, the IRS's budget for 2021 is about $12 billion. That means that the entirety of the IRS's whole operations for a year could be funded this year with just the money that they charged individuals and small businesses in penalties in 2019. When you're on the receiving end of these penalties, it's like, oh my gosh, IRS, I already can't afford to pay you. Now with these penalties, you're pouring salt into the wound. If you can't pay your taxes, this is the last thing that you want to see is more taxes. Fortunately, the IRS does have several options for penalty release. Let's unpack them. We've talked about a lot of these reliefs before, but it's worth mentioning over and over again. The first one I want to talk about is that first time abatement. So if you're eligible, the IRS has a fairly simple administrative procedure that can relieve penalties for your first time failing to file your tax return on time. 
failure to pay the taxes by the time they were due, as well as failure to deposit any payroll taxes in a timely manner. If it's your first offense, I call it first time offender. So you can get a first time abatement for that. And in order to receive this waiver of penalties under this program, you can't have any unfiled returns. So you have to be compliant and you need to have a clean filing history. If you've skipped filing a tax return in recent years, you'll need to get caught up on all those filings in order to be considered for this penalty reduction. So for tax year 2020, filing an extension is perfectly fine and it also counts towards you filing on time. Also, if the IRS has been kind enough to file a tax return for you, in the tax world, this is called a substitute for return. This doesn't count. So you will actually need to file the tax return in place of the one that the IRS has filed for you in order to qualify for this first time abatement program. Now, on top of that, you need to take the necessary steps to deal with the unpaid tax debt. In order for you to be eligible for penalty relief, you either need to pay off the whole liability or enter into a properly structured installment agreement. I, I reiterate, properly structured. We talked about properly structured before. Not a plan that the IRS wants you to enter into, but a plan that you can actually afford. So if you're in a tough spot and you can't afford to make payments on the tax debt, then don't enter into that payment plan. The IRS could put you in a special status where you don't have to pay anything. Now, the drawback to this is that it makes you ineligible for that first time penalty abatement. So this first time penalty abatement that I talk about is really not a first time. You can really get this waiver every few years. The IRS insists that you have a clean record for them for at least three years prior to the year that you are actually going to request this penalty abatement for. So for example, if you filed your 2019 return late, you got a penalty for it. The IRS will only waive those penalties if you were penalty free for 2016, 2017, and 2018. So while this program is called a first time abate, what it really is, is first time after three years, if that makes sense. Because of this three-year rule, when you owe taxes for multiple years and now you have several years in a row of penalties, you're only allowed a penalty relief for that first year. I'll give you an example of this. If you owe taxes and filed late for 2016 through 19, at best, you're only going to be able to get a penalty reduction for that 2016 tax debt. So keep that in mind. For those that don't qualify under the first time penalty abatement rules, there's 
also a reasonable cost penalty relief. So the IRS does understand that things aren't always cut and dry, right? So if you have a reasonable excuse for why you didn't file your returns or pay your taxes on time, they will consider, though there's still specific rules, how the IRS evaluates these kinds of requests. And each request is made on a case-by-case basis. What the IRS is looking for to give penalty relief in these situations is proof that you make reasonable efforts to comply with the tax laws, but just weren't able to because of whatever circumstances that were beyond your control. Let me give you an example. It's really hard to file your own tax return if you're no longer living. I know this sounds crazy, but you'd be surprised at some things that I've actually seen. The IRS will penalize you and penalize you until they realize that, oh, they're no longer here. Okay. So if you have passed away, then that is a reasonable cause. You wouldn't have been able to file your return. So here are some other things that are not so morbid, if you will, that could be considered beyond your control. One, did you not experience your own death, but did you experience the death of a loved one? Was there a natural disaster that affected your local area? Hint, hint, COVID. Did you experience identity theft? Were there drug, alcohol, gambling, or other addictions in your life at the time? Were you or a family member seriously ill? Those are some things that the IRS considers regardless to whether it's a first-time penalty abatement. So that's something that you want to consider. So if you or a family member in your immediate family experience any of these types of issues, then you might be able to make a case for a reasonable cause penalty abatement. If any of these were your situation, we need to have a potentially difficult for you conversation, if that makes sense, just so that we could connect the dots between your circumstances and your failure to file or pay your taxes. Then there is the topic of offering compromise again, right? Now, I know we've talked about this over and over, but it bears mentioning as many times in as many different ways as I can tell you about it. Very few people qualify for this one. So I'm a little hesitant to mention it over and over again. This is the offering compromise, the proverbial pennies on the dollar settlement you may have heard rumors about. Okay, you hear it on all the TV and and radio commercials. It does, in fact, exist, but there are very strict eligibility criteria for it. So just a little statistic for you. In tax year 2019, the IRS accepted less than 18,000 of these reduced settlements, and that was nationwide. So all of these people that are in tax trouble, only 18,000 cases were reduced 
to offering compromise. Still, here's why I mention it. If you are eligible, all of your penalties and interest the IRS has charged you just magically disappears. That's it. All of them. No explanation required, no excuses to be made. That's it. It just disappears. If you are in such dire straits that you qualify for this program, then your entire tax debt is simply erased. The penalties are erased. The interests are erased. Still, with all these rules and special requirements, this is clearly not something you should tackle yourself. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, you undoubtedly have penalties too. Reach out to us at www.callthetaxpro.com. That's www.callthetaxpro.com so that you can schedule a time to talk about all of your options. I'm Deltrees Hart Anderson, keeping the IRS out of the pocketbooks, wallets, and bank accounts of taxpayers. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Tax Problem Solved. Till next time, bye y'all. <laughs>